But yes, welcome everybody. Thanks uh, for showing up. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll get right into some hey, how are you? Kristen is back this week, so I want to know how Kristen is doing. Welcome I'm back. back. Yes, my phone's dinging at me for some reason. Thank you. Um, yeah, good to be you're back. Popular. I mean, everybody knows <laughs> it's because you're so popular. Yeah, right. <laughs> but how are you? How was, uh, good, good. How was yeah. the past couple um, of weekends and stuff for you? Oh, it's been kind of crazy. Halloween was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Check out my Facebook page. You can see we decorated the whole uh, house up. We were out there. My husband in his creepy mask scaring the kids. Um, and uh, Colt's gone. I'm healthy again, which is a very good thing. Knock on wood, it stays that way. Um, what else is going on? I baked uh, keto chocolate chip cookies that are Ooh. awesome. Those are very good. And I'm very excited about tonight to go see Eternals. Ooh. Yeah. So let me know how it is, but just don't spoil. Oh, I would never spoil. No spoilers. Because <laughs> I'm really excited to see that one as well. I'm a big Marvel fan. I just love the whole cinematic universe. So. Me too. I had to see Dune and. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then you this. Dune. Did you this, did you watch it all in one viewing? Yeah, it's only like okay. I couldn't. It took me a week because I just kept falling asleep. <laughs> Dune, that uh, movie is visually aesthetically beautiful, but I just found it so boring, and I kept falling. It took me a week, and I watched it in like half hour segments. Oh, I was riveted. I I, I love the whole series. I'm very excited for um, what else is coming out? The new Matrix movie coming out yes. like in December, and then also um the uh the wheel of time series is starting on hbo or stars as a whole it's a whole fantasy fiction book series by robert jordan that i read many many years ago we always thought oh that would make a great movie or series and they're doing what looks like the next uh lord of the rings or Ooh. game of thrones type cool quality so very very exciting right so. Very cool. I haven't heard of that yet, so now I'm excited as well. What was it called? Watching TV. Uh, the uh, the Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. I'm gonna yeah. have to keep my eye out for that. Yeah. Awesome. Very excited. I'm glad that you're feeling better. I'm glad that you're healthy and back with us here, uh, Alex. Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, doing all right. Uh, I have not seen the new Dune. Uh, I the previous Dune. I think I watched when I was younger, and I. It was one of those things I watched when I was like sick on the couch. <laughs> so it's just my, my memories of watching it are associated with that. Um, but certainly interested in seeing the new one. I'm looking forward to the live action Cowboy Bebop. So Yes, yes. <clears throat> Unfortunately, many of the previous like anime gone live action movies have been terribly disappointing. All of them, actually, not most. <laughs> All of them have been really disappointing. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that as well. Yeah, yeah the original Dune, uh, I'm a big fan of. And this one is just, they're making it into a trilogy. So this is kind of the intro of, you know, it's the first movie. There's a lot, a lot of dialogue. Like mind-numbing dialogue. Visually, aesthetically, beautiful movie. Beautiful. I just couldn't, I couldn't stay awake. I would put it on every night and make it like another 20, 30 minutes in. And then I have to you go back see the original and I have to be like, one? okay, what's the last thing I remember seeing? <laughs> and I got to find that spot in the movie. 
final. Uh, and, and I think that's what I did with the first one. What was that back in the 80s or the 90s? Yeah, it's what like 84 it? or something like that. that and one, that one yeah. I just didn't get, but I hadn't read the books yet either. So I was so confused because yeah. they just kind of. But I think this is going to be a two-parter, at least with the first book. And oh, they might maybe go it's on, only a two-parter. I thought they were making a trilogy out of it. But there's many, many books. So yeah. it's a long story. You got Children of Dune, and there, I guess there's mm -hmm. a TV series. I'm going to try to find that. I want to watch that. I didn't, I didn't get to see that on sci-fi. So. Yeah. Anyhow. Oh, someone didn't like it, though. They were oh, very, very disappointed in Dune. See, <laughs> for me, again, I just visually, aesthetically, beautiful, beautiful movie. Amazing. I was, I just couldn't, I wasn't captivated by like storytelling and everything going. I just kept falling asleep. Also, it was every night after work, you know, now we're 50 I'm exhausted at the end of the day anyway. And Our I just alias did like it, it. So I thought it was great. I like that they got much more of the character in the backstory than they did in the one in the eighties. Yeah, You know, you just, it's gotta be in, in sections. You can't do that unless you'd have an eight hour movie. So anyhow, we better get going. Cause yeah, you know, I'm about to ask whether anybody in the Dune movie smokes. So <laughs> uh, I've beaten this one to death. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Anyways. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, they're all, they're all doing, uh, um, it's the spice, right? Spice, yeah, yes. Spice. Spice. Yeah. But not like K2 spice. It's like, <laughs> No, it's like a, it's I like mean, I guess in some parts it seems kind of like they're doing K2 spice. Anyways, let's but the government uh, the government turns this stuff that's very important over to certain particular special interest groups <laughs> and control it. How can we get doing it? Into, into yeah. There we go. <laughs> See uh, uh, the, we'll the folks on whatever whatever it's new world or whatever the 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 planet is called there. Um they just need an advocacy organization like CASA. So CASA not only needs to be, uh, you know, a, a U.S. thing, but we need to expand intergalactically. <laughs> to... <laughs> we'll get right the on that right after. The Galaxy's, the galaxy's oldest and largest consumer advocacy organization for tobacco harm reduction. In the universe. We need, to, we need to team up with Elon and see if he can get us into space. I mean, I guess, Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I guess technically, are we not the cute. oldest and largest consumer advocacy organization for this in the universe right now? We're not sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. I guess we're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't they need tobacco cigarettes somewhere else for it to count? Maybe there's like space tobacco. Anyways, we've gone yeah. way too far off topic already. Let's hop into some legislation, Alex. Are you ready for it? Yep. All right. Tell us all what we need to know about Dune. No, I'm just kidding. Let us know what we need <laughs> to know about what is going on right now. All the good, the bad, the need to know. What do you got for us this week? So as usual, at the top of the list is, once again, uh, the U.S. federal excise tax on nicotine. Uh, uh, Emphasis on nicotine because that's what was left in the tax language. Uh, astute readers of the legislation that's not easily accessible uh, will notice that all of the tax hikes on traditional tobacco products, including cigarettes, uh, were removed. And now we are looking at the, uh, what is it, $53.33 per 1800 and some change milligrams of nicotine, which works out to about 2.8 cents per milligram. 
um, of nicotine. Per milligram per milliliter? No, like, per milligram of nicotine. Period. So it, it is yeah. based on the total nicotine content of the package uh, or right. whatever. Uh, and so, and this is not, uh, this is not exclusive to vapor products. This will include nicotine pouches or anything else. It's taxable nicotine. Um, and of course this does not extend to smokeless tobacco, cigarettes, most importantly, or cigars or anything like that. They, uh, maintain their same tax level going into this. Um, and even though this is being sold as an equivalency tax, if you were to apply this same standard to cigarettes, it would uh increase the tax on cigarettes by five or six times um so uh we're going to talk a little bit more about this at the end of the we're in our our deep dive which may be kind of a shallow dive um but uh really important to kind of clear up some confusion uh that i think a lot of people have uh have had over over what this new tax bill is and where it is because last night the house passed the um, Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which is different. So um, if, if you've been playing the, the Congress Joe Biden home game, um, and uh, you know that there are two different bills here. And actually what happened last night was the progressives in Congress did not, they voted no on the infrastructure package because their understanding, their, what they thought they, they had an agreement or they thought they had an agreement uh, was that these bills would be voted on together and that the Build Back Better Act, which has all of the kind of social safety net spending in it uh, and a lot of progressive uh, 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 items, um, all of this would happen at the same time. But instead, the House passed just the uh, Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act last night. Uh, and this does not include the uh, tobacco tax section. Um, so we are in the Build Back Better Act. If you want to comb through this, uh, it is HR five six. I'm sorry, HR five three seven six, and uh, you can find it on Congress.gov. The updated version I checked this morning is not available yet. Uh, so if you want to read the updated tax language for nicotine, it's on our call to action, and I can show you that so oh, well, the build, build back smoking act uh, right the build back not move build, forward yet the build back smoking act as we're calling it um and here it is on our website it's the same link that we've always had we didn't change anything so if you're a retailer that's put this out on like a qr code or share the link all over the place you don't have to change anything we've just updated our engagement um, and here is the bill text. This is updated as well. Uh, it's just a PDF of Section 138.520, Imposition of Tax on Nicotine. Uh, and here you go. Uh, $5.33 per 1,810 milligrams of nicotine. Um, yeah, there you go. So instead of taxing, instead of raising the tax on cigarettes um, uh, and all the other products, and we'll get into maybe, you know, our speculation on why this is, has ended up this way uh, later on. Um, all that has just been replaced with just taxing nicotine. So anyway, uh, everybody, even if you've done this call to action in the past, we've refreshed everything um, and updated things. 
So uh, please send your emails again. You can also use our uh, legislator lookup page and um, find a find your representatives' uh, contact information. All of them. You don't need these guys, um, but uh, you know, contact your senators, uh, contact your representatives by phone, and all the talking points are the same. We've we've uh, I think they are also available on our call to action in a little drop down thing. Um, so yeah, you can do that. And that is fantastic. The, that's the that's the the call to action at the top. Um, I have Denver on here. I can't remember if uh, I updated this. Um, so yeah, I need to do an update on uh, Denver. We had a, there was a hearing on October twenty seventh. Um, so I still have to update. I apologize for not having that prepared for our show today, uh, but we'll come back to that. Uh, we have some disappointing news uh, out of Washington County, Oregon. Um, let me see if I can get to that one here. Uh, Washington County, Oregon did enact a uh, flavor ban. Uh, here we go. Uh, it was a, a vote three to two in support of uh, the ordinance takes effect in 30 days. Enforcement will start January 1st, 2022. Um, so that's that. Uh, as far as I know, there was sort of one um, uh, kind of it was one commissioner who was on the fence. And uh, we tried to make sure that people living in their district uh, would send extra messages. Uh, but. You know, you can send all the emails you want. If people are resistant to science and facts, then they're probably not going to get much further with that. So um, sorry for Oregon, uh, Washington, Washington County, um, just, you know, got a lot of people. I think Portland is in Washington County, um, but uh, usually municipalities that are on their own sometimes are not affected by these things. Um, but uh, as far as unincorporated parts of the county, uh, this certainly will apply to you. Um, the next thing that we do have active is that isn't disappointing news just yet is, uh, Portland, Maine, uh, Portland, Maine is looking at a flavor ban like everybody else. Uh, so on Tuesday, November 9th, we're expecting this to be the introduction of the ordinance. This is really early on, uh, in this, in the stage of, of this thing moving forward. Uh, so if you live in Portland, Maine, definitely uh, reach out, contact your city councilors uh, and tell them why this is a bad idea. Um, uh, a similar piece of legislation was passed in Bangor, Maine, and everybody missed it. Um, and so it would be great to push back in Portland, um, Portland, Maine. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, <laughs> excuse me. Um, we... Uh, yeah, so we're expecting introduction on this coming Tuesday, uh, and hopefully we can get out in front of this thing a little bit and show them that this is a bad idea. Uh, so that's 5.30 p.m. Uh, this is a remote hearing, and uh, I actually didn't check to see if the agenda was up today, um, but this is where you'll find it. Uh, if you just click on the link on our call to action, you can see exactly what they're doing. Um, so there is that. 
the next thing, I'm just going to keep Michigan on the on the rundown until we get into you know the new legislation being introduced or until this is a thing. I think it's worth reminding people that the state of Michigan is going to try to move forward with banning flavors. Um, and so uh, I'll just keep bringing it up. In other disappointing news, uh, something that I lost track of and did not put an engagement out for uh, is St. Paul, Minnesota. And this is actually worse than whatever I had read. Uh, Alex, I'm going to pause you for just a second here because sure. we definitely have an echo coming through somewhere. Is it, 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 am I echoing off of someone? Yeah, I believe so. I just turned my volume way down. Well, I don't hear it on your end. Okay. Well, I'll mute, I'll mute myself. Okay. Go ahead. So, and... Is that better? Yeah, it's gone. Okay, good. Um, is, so that my, is that my speaker then? I'll yeah, it's, my... it's coming through. On, okay. I'll turn on mine off. Okay. Carry, carry on. Trudge forth, sir. <laughs> so, again, in dis more disappointing news, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, did enact its ordinance, um, which uh, I, I think they already had a flavor ban. I had an article up here earlier. Um, here's the, here's the, the ordinance from St. Paul. Um, and it's, it's worth noting here, I think one of the most severe things about this ordinance is that it, it establishes a minimum kind of per unit price for smokeless tobacco, snus, and cigarettes, uh, which is like ten dollars, uh, and uh, so it's 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 like New York City. New York City has a, a ten dollar minimum for sales of cigarettes. Um, I think it's ten, or it might even be bumped up to fifteen recently. Um, cigarettes in New York City are already outrageously expensive, which is why most of them are sold in an underground economy. So yeah, um, most of them come out of somebody's backpack. I, I mean, you know, if, if, if that's how it is, and I can't imagine a different result in, in St. Paul, Minnesota, uh, sure. where there was a file photo on an article showing the price of cigarettes at like $5 and 60 cents a pack. Uh, of course that was from 2015. Um, there were also, I, I think Mark 10 was on the shelves and so were camel crushes, which I you can't sell, they can't sell camel crush anymore. Right. Uh, I, I feel like I've recently seen here in New York camel crushes on the shelves. All right. Well, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't spend a whole lot of time staring at the power wall anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have much reason to go to convenience stores. I don't drive so much and uh, I don't smoke. So I don't have much yeah. reason to go in there. Um, but the know, convenience uh, store. Anybody in chat, if you've recently seen camel crushes. <laughs> Uh, but the convenience store up the street from me does sell uh, Skull Snooze and they sell Zin and On. Uh, which is a new thing. Um, so I may be going up there more frequently. Um, the last thing to bring in here is uh, Massachusetts. Uh, this is an interesting couple of bills. Uh, actually, uh, there was a committee hearing on November 3rd, and I think they had like, I want to say 27 tobacco-related pieces of legislation. Uh, I haven't sifted through all of them, but there are two that would repeal the ban on menthol. And it also allows for the sale of flavored vapor products in adult-only establishments for on-site consumption only. And there is an important ex exemption in here for products that do receive market authorization from FDA. So Massachusetts may be moving towards something a bit more like New York. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Um, but the, the, you know, the linchpin here is getting PMTA authorization. Um, so uh, just wanted to bring that up. The bill numbers, if anybody is interested, I don't know why I still have uh, St. Paul up here. Sorry about that. Um, we're, we're looking into this as to whether or not this is something that CASA is able to support. Um, uh, you know, we would prefer that the restriction be removed entirely, but um, it's something that does open it up and includes the exemption for PMTAs um, is a step in the right direction, kind of. Uh, it doesn't yeah. go far enough, but um, like a baby so, step backwards in the right direction. <laughs> I yeah, don't know how uh, it's to like really word that. It's <laughs> <laughs> something like a drunk baby step yeah. in, in oh some direction. God. Yeah. Um, so the bill numbers are H2406 and S1433 in Massachusetts. And you can find those on the Massachusetts website. Uh, we'll probably be putting more information about this out about this uh, maybe soon. So we'll see. Um, so uh, end on a relatively positive note there. And that is the end of the legislative rundown. Right on. Did you guys get all that? Everybody <laughs> out there get all that? All right, I hope so. If not, you'll just have to rewind and rewatch. Replay crew will uh, we'll catch up. Anyways, um, moving swiftly along, if we are ready to... Uh, to do some take threes. Are you guys ready? Okay. Cool. Let's do the thing. All right. Uh, we are, we're at that six o'clock East coast time. Was that, what were you guys at three over on that other coast? Psh, three o'clock. All right. I think this is where we're going to wrap it up. Everybody. This is a great place and a great time to do so. So thank you uh, everybody who showed up and tuned in today. Uh, and for uh, everybody on the replay crew, thank you uh, for for stopping by and tuning in and checking everything out. Uh, for podcast listeners, uh, there will be two versions of this available. There'll be a quick shorthand version of just the legislative rundown stuff. Uh, and then there'll also be a full version for you to tune into as well. And please share those around. We've been getting a few more listens on the podcast. So thank you, podcast listeners, for tuning in and sharing that as well. Um, again, if you're not a member of CASA, please, please do so. Uh, it's absolutely free to become a member and sign up um, for literally everything. You can check out the blog, get involved. There's, places to, there's a place to find your uh, legislators, which we also encourage people to do with this current call to action. Go on the legislator lookup right in CASA.org. Maybe while I'm wrapping things up, Alex can show everybody where that is uh, really quick. I know we've done it a few times in the past, but for anybody new or if you're not familiar with the website, um, so please do that as well. If you haven't submitted a testimony, please, we would absolutely love to have your story on the page for everybody. Uh, you can do that here as well. Uh, Alex, there's the testimonials button. And then um, Alex will also pull up the, uh, the legislator lookup as well. Um, other than that, everybody, just thank you again for tuning in. Thank you if you've done this call to action. It doesn't have to be a one and done thing. I've done it uh, a few times now. Um, I try to do it at least once a day if I can. So please go ahead, do it multiple times, share it everywhere. Check out our shop too. And check Buy out our shop. Yeah, absolutely. I always forget about the shop. I even have, <laughs> I have t-shirts and I forget about the shop. Some merch. 
Yeah, check out the merch. You don't get, get a lot from it, but shirts. you know what? Every little bit counts. So, and you get a sure. cool design. Sure. Most of them that. Yeah, we don't have the Bloomberg bucks over here at Casa. So, uh, <laughs> selling T-shirts and masks is a great way to help and support uh, support us, support you, support advocacy, support everything that we do here. So, uh, one last time, thank you, everybody. Uh, final thoughts, real quick, before we before we're out of here. Nope, that's all I need to That's say. it? Cool. All right. We left it all uh, on the field. Left it all <laughs> on the field. All right, everybody. Uh, take care. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be excellent to each other. We will be here next week, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 p.m. over there on the other side. And uh, that's going to do it. Take us away, Kristen. 